Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Rusty Quill presents. Hey everyone, Alex Italander here. Before we get this week's Behind the Ostium started, I just wanted to talk about the Ostium Sagas. It's a spin-off series I've come up with where Steve finds an ancient tome hidden in the Ostium network and begins recording the stories within its pages of people going through Ostium doors and getting stuck in whatever time they're in. Right now it's only being released on our Patreon. However, you can get instant access to the number of episodes already released by becoming a patron at any level. To do that, all you have to do is head on over to patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast and become a member for as little as $1 or $2 a month and start listening to this original series. New episodes are released every week, and the Ostium Saga is going to be running for a long time. Once again, that's patreon.com slash ostiumpodcast. Okay, on with this week's Behind the Ostium. Welcome back to another Behind the Ostium, and this one we are tackling episode 36. And this time, as I was doing notes, I remembered to write the names of the episodes too. So this is called Peak, as we kind of left on a cliffhanger at the end last time with a single laser gun slash photon pistol shot and we don't know what happened as all our characters met up at the top of the rock um i did want to briefly mention that i hadn't done earlier in the season but as i was re-listening to the episodes noticed the I played around with the Ostium theme for this season too. Uh, my goal had been each season to kind of change it a little bit. And in this one, it kind of starts out normal, but almost like a little off key, like something weird is going on. There's some sort of winter interference. And then two thirds of the way it kind of is like interrupted and peaks out of um, just fades out kind of thing. And my goal for that was it's almost like you're receiving these transmissions from the other dimension of the Ostium network. And so, you know, the connection isn't always that good. So that was my goal with the weird little theme for uh, this season. Um, The opening with them talking to each other and saying each other's names as they're acknowledging each other was my uh, overt reference to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Dwayne, did you get it? I got it. Yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hopefully everyone else did too. As someone who did Rocky for two weeks in um, the local theater I did when I was a teenager, I wanted to, to put that in there. Um, so we have this kind of big crescendo here where all our characters meet up. They weren't sure if they were all in the same place. Now they find out they are. They didn't shoot anyone. So everyone's okay, which is good. Obviously, it's a lot of emotion and buildup. And while I could have done, had them all talking with each other in a group, I felt like that was going to be too much to have it work out right and have one of the characters not saying much while the other two are talking or whatever, things like that. So I thought what worked better is give each of them their space where they could pair off and talk about what they needed, especially with Monica, who obviously hasn't seen Steve in a very long time and wasn't sure she was ever going to go see him again. Same kind of thing with Jake and stuff. So that's why I had them kind of pair off. Um, And while they were pairing and talking to each other, I had the other character to listen to the recordings and kind of catch up on that other person's life too. Um, 
I made a wanted to show when I had Monica and Steve talking to each other that this was something new and different um, to the way, for example, that Monica and Jake interact with each other because this is a mother and son connection and it's also two characters we haven't actually seen interact before. And I do feel that did come across. Um, I used kind of slightly different dialogue with how Monica talked with Steve, um, their connection to each other. And even though at this point, Steve is still trying to remember a lot of his past just by acknowledging that his mother is here and they're finally met up again, um, kind of helped trigger some memories for him and just showed that they're back together again. Um, uh, the, way, the reason I had Dave keeping his old name at this point and not switching to Steve is um, it's how he's dealing with it. While he acknowledges that he is Steve as well or instead of Dave um, and that he's now back with his mother for him not to lose his mind over it and just you know go brain dead or whatever he needed to kind of take it step by step you know moment by moment and process it in his own way and so then we have that pairing and then after that she lets um, Dave listen to the recordings and then goes over to Jake and I really wanted to show again, this is Jake and Monica back together and their own kind of special rapport that they have that showed up right away, but also that they had um, unfinished business with their history together of what had happened, how it had ended at the last moment at the end of season three. Um, that was season three, right? Yeah. Right. Um, and this how like they needed to kind of air stuff out. So I knew it was going to be a tough scene, uh, fiery scene you know a lot of angst and, and tension um but at the end of it they at least acknowledge where they are with each other and they are still on the same page and still care deeply for each other um i also wanted to show that they've each been thinking a lot about this moment because they knew eventually they would hopefully meet up again that they would have a lot of things to talk about and that it's something they have been weighing on in their minds of how they would address it, how they would work with each other um, and how things would play out. Um, obviously this works again with the name of the episode with this building up of tension and reaching a peak. They're also at the highest point on the island. Um, they haven't had a chance to air things out and now they finally can. They're able to let everything go. Um, and this was another moment where as the listener, you already know everyone's stories going on up to this point of what's happened before that, but our characters don't. And so that's why it's kind of a fun thing again, which kind of happens a lot throughout the season where we have our characters learning stuff from each other, even though the listener already knows it necessarily and gets to see how they handle it with each other, which is kind of fun. Um, with Monica showing her love and care for her son, Steve, I will say I don't think it's something I could have written with such emotion and passion if I hadn't, not recently, but I've been a parent at that point for a number of years and just knowing the connection that I have in that way of with my son. It just it made it easier and, and more poignant to be able to pour that into it. Um, With Jake and Monica letting them air everything out to each other, get their anger out, it is a catharsis for them. And it's our first moment where now that they've gotten everything out and they've kind of realized they're close again, that things are going to be okay, 
they can finally acknowledge that they love each other and they say the special words <laughs> for the first time. 